The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. everybody this is Suzanne and welcome to messages of hope I'm dealing with a couple of little technical challenges and I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell Jeff the engineer he can try to get me now because my computer rebooted but it froze on me for a minute there interesting way to start my first call Suzanne and Sanaya show of the year but I see a bunch of you have called in so I'm looking forward to chatting with you just give me a second here and we'll get this going Jeff, you can talk and tell me if you're trying me on Skype. But meanwhile, trying now. Okay, good. For some reason, Skype isn't working, so we'll just use the phone. Yep, not working. So, let me see. I've got to get the clock up here. All righty. Well, we'll just wing it. (laughs) That's something I learned in the Navy, y'all. You just got to go with the flow. So, let me see. All right. So this is Ask Suzanne and Sanaya episode. And every time I do this, I offer one of my courses to one of you who calls in. So each time I talk with you, I'm going to write your name on a piece of paper here. And at the end, we'll do a drawing. But meanwhile, I also have three people that sent me questions in advance because they couldn't be here live. I want to give a shout out today to you, you who listen faithfully every week and those who can't be live who listen to all the archive shows and it's just so heartwarming to me that I'm not sitting here talking to myself (laughs) I love the feedback I get from those of you who send me emails to say you love the show well I love doing it because I can just feel the love come from all of you so let's get right to the questions here and I'm going to take a call from Stacy, let me see if I can pull Stacy up. Yep, you're on the air, Stacy. Oh my goodness! Hi, Suzanne. <laughs> Hi. I'm sorry about being a little bit distracted there, but we'll make the best. Of oh this no, here. you're fine. Um, I guess my question is, I, I'm in your course. I'm I was not in it for the first one, so I did the catch up, and I've been in your course now for a few weeks. I'm having trouble staying connected. And like today I was in a group and I just could not even get connected past a little, I could feel there was someone there, but I couldn't get a deeper connection. I guess that's my puzzle. 
Okay, so this is for all of you listening. I'm teaching an online course in connecting across the veil in mediumship. And so, Stacey, you're sitting in a group environment trying to connect with someone across the veil, and you can sense the presence. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So the question is, have you done this before, or is this new to you? It's fairly new, but I have been able to make connections and do readings for people in the practice circles um, it just seemed like today I just I didn't feel distracted, but I just couldn't get a, a good connection. Okay, but you have had a good connection in other at other times. Um, not as strong as I would like. I'm sure that comes with practice, but yeah, it was much better than yeah. it was today. It does come with time, but again, one thing that I stress for everybody about connecting that it's the connection we have with those across the veil will vary from contact the contact if that's what you want to call connecting with those across the veil so there's this always this energy field that's created by you and by the loved one who receives the message and from those across the veil the spirit and if any one corner of that three-part triangle is not just in resonance with the other then you won't have the greatest connection so i wouldn't worry about just one time that not happening this is giving you an example of how it does differ and how we need to just ramp up the love increase our vibration uh, increase our focus not worry when the connection isn't there all those little things we can do to fine-tune our receptivity so one time, don't worry about it. Also, being in a group environment will be very different from one-on-one, so please keep trying both ways of doing it. Okay, I will. Thank you. Okay. No worries. All right. Thank All right. Thanks, Stacy. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Stacy. I'm going to move on. I love that so many of you have called in and are waiting. The number, in case you want to give it a try, is 816 816- Two five one three five five five. Let's go with Lindsay, who appears to have been waiting for quite a while. Hang on a sec. Bringing you on. Hello. Hey, I can hear you. How are you doing? Oh, great. I, I'm great, and I'm so blessed to have found your wonderful work. I've been marathoning your archival interviews, and they're just wonderful. They're so helpful to me. I'm so, so thank grateful. You. Thank you for what you're you do. welcome. Um, so this might be a weird question, but it has to do with animals and okay. animals in the wild. Do they also choose what species they will incarnate as? Like, say, as a tiger, always come back as a tiger. And it's bothered me since a childhood how hard and brutal animal lives are and do do they know how hard the experience will be? And it's like the cute fuzzy ones are the prey animals with the teeth and claws. And it troubles okay. me so. And please help me with this. <laughs> okay. The, this is what has been so eye-opening for me as, as I do this work is to realize how we limit ourselves when we take the human point of view. Because here's the key. We were not a human who made the choice to be a human. We are beings of light. We are expressions of source. We are consciousness deciding to have, divine intelligent consciousness deciding to have an experience as a human. So the choice as to what to become, to incarnate, is always made at a much higher level. 
And then because this is all about the evolution of consciousness, as I understand it, we don't go backwards. Once the soul decides to have these human incarnations, we won't go on and become an animal. So at some level, consciousness realizes that part of the whole will develop by a bit of that light, that source incarnating as an animal, and then that evolves in that way. Does that make sense to you? Um, well, I know that we wouldn't go d down and from human to animal, but do animals have a similar kind of choice as humans? When Do they also choose to incarnate and what they'll... See, this is what I'm getting at. This is the soul. It's the soul that makes the choice. So, you, so it's, does the soul choose to be an animal? And ultimately, just... I like to picture a bolt of lightning that originates as one flash of light. That would be the original divine intelligence extending itself outward. And it has many branches. You can picture a lightning bolt with many branches. And some of those branches, the light will go on to be human. And some it will go on to be an animal. And some will go on to be beings in other dimensions. It's limitless, this consciousness, the way it expresses itself. So it's not an animal choosing to be an animal. It's the light infiltrating, embodying, manifesting reality as these different experiences for the experience of it. <laughs> the whole different um, viewpoint. It's, we can, as humans, think that each human makes the choice, but it's actually look at it, change your viewpoint and become source and look down and say, well, I think I'm going to have a go at it as a human and as an animal. And all it's limitless consciousness is. I hope that that somehow makes sense. Oh yes, thank you so much. You're so welcome. And besides, keep this in mind also that we see death and we see prey animals, and it's all part of the evolution. And ultimately, there is no death of the soul of the light, and so that which is eternal cannot be hurt, does not suffer. But the suffering here leads to evolution. I'm going to get really deep and I don't want to go there right now, but just something to hold on to. When we suffer, when we see things that happen in our world, that's when shifting points of view and coming from that higher perspective and knowing that ultimately it's all the light playing out in these different scenarios that cannot die. That's where you find the peace. Okay. Beautifully put. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Thanks, Lindsay. Okay. All right, everybody, okay. this uh, Ask Suzanne and Sanaya Day, and I am putting names of those who call into a little uh, onto a little piece of paper here so I can do a drawing at the end for a choice of one of my online courses. But let me take a minute and answer one of the three questions that was sent in to me by somebody that couldn't be here live. She says, I'm having a hard time reconciling two different spiritual teachings, with, which both seem true but feel contradictory. I've been greatly helped by the repetitive counsel to step outside the story of life as an observer instead of getting emotionally caught up in fear, stress, and drama. I find this interesting because I just randomly chose one of the questions, and that's just what we talked about. She says it's been freeing to just be. That's what the light and awareness is. It's just being and not feel an obligation to perform. At the same time, other perspectives encourage you to step into the power you have and create your best life, manifesting 
do these work together in some way? Is this what the serenity prayer embodies? Yeah, so this is the thing. We're not stuck in one perspective. We are multidimensional beings, multidimensional expressions of one divine intelligence, one mind. So we can choose to just be and enjoy the peace that is beneath all the layers of story and drama. But this is why source expresses itself because just being is is only part of this aspect. Creativity is the other part of the aspect. So source extends itself as you and me and animals and trees and all that is and through that expresses its creativity. And because we as humans are given free will, we're indeed created in the image and that we have that ability to create, to manifest using free will choices by aligning our free will with the highest vibration of the source, which is love, then that which serves the greater good does come into being. So we can make a choice to simply be, or we can follow that nudging of the soul, which says, I just have to create. I need to evolve by creating and adding something more beautiful to that, which has already been created. And that's evolution. That's why we came here to build upon what is already beautiful. And that's you. I hope that's helpful. Hope that answers the question. So let's go to a live one here. Uh, and you've been waiting quite a while. So you're on the air. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Hey. Um, I have two questions. And first of all, I want to thank you so much for all you're doing. You have been really a lifesaver for me, but I have two questions. Um, okay. I listened to a teaching you did um, with Echo Bodine, um, and well, I got her a while ago. Yeah. And, and she, um, she was talking about listening to that still small voice, you know, and, and how it comes in your lower gut. So my question is, what is the difference between that and listening to your guides? Because she says it's God. She, you know, her belief is it's God yep. talking to her. And how does that differ from okay. listening to your guides? Oh, this is this is great. It's building on the answer to the previous question. So, going, but were you listening when I did the analogy of the lightning bolt? Yeah. Okay. So picture that lightning bolt again, and we humans are down at the tip of the of the bolts of light that come out from that one source, that one burst of light. And so your guides would be farther up the ray of which you're a part, from which you extend your lineage, and then source is ultimately at the top. So the still small voice could be your guide. It could be source itself, like in in the book Conversation with Gods. It could Mm. be any aspect of the light, because this is the whole point of us coming to understand source is all that is. So I remember the channeler Paul Selig said, your guides are who you become when you realize who you are. Chew on that one for a second. That's really hard for us humans. It's hard for us to understand and to really grasp 
because we're so used to looking around and seeing each other as separate beings and we all have our own ideas of how things work and how to do things. And that's exactly how it's supposed to be when we're in our limited, finite viewpoint as a human being. But once you become to understand that we can tap into the light because it's who we are, this awareness that I exist is the same. I am in everyone. You learn to shift gears just like picturing a gear shift on a, on an auto, on auto manual car, you just shift out of human mode into neutral and surrender to whatever gear will help you in the moment and then just kind of ride along with the guidance. Is that making any sense? It does. Um, but she talks about, I uh, remember she said something about she uh, will get, I don't know if she was talking about her guides or when she's doing her medium work and get other, you know, other souls that are talking to her. And after she gets that communication, then she'll check with her intuition to see if that's right. That's mm-hmm. the part that was a little confusing because it's definitely, she's saying one is in your, in your gut and one is in your kind of head, heart or something up there, you know? Um, but, it, uh, from my experience, when I sit in meditation and I talk with my guides, there is a sense of separation. I'm talking with them. We're having a conversation. And when we're totally in alignment, there's just a peaceful sense in the gut. When you are truly tuned in and tapped in, there's a, a free, open spaciousness. So you can check that way to say, can I trust this that I'm hearing? But ultimately, the goal is to understand that it's all this one mind. If yeah. the information does not truthful, does not resonate with truth, then there will be that clenching. And that's the way the body, through intuitive knowing, will let you know, mm, this might be being filtered somehow through your belief system. Great. Okay. The other question I have, if I can ask, uh, was, you know, I had talked to you in the fall. My husband had just transitioned and all. But I was, my question is, I'm hearing a lot of people say, well, we sign a contract before we come here that we're only going to live to be a certain age or a certain amount of time. And I've never believed that before. Now I'm kind of questioning maybe that is true. I don't know what you or Sanaya have. I'd like to hear what you guys would say about that. I mean, is it... I'm, I'm, I'm getting my Sanaya lip twitch right now that says, trust this, that there are certain exit points, that it is planned at a soul level, but the exit points mean, you know, depending on the free will choices that you at the human level have made on your soul's path, because free will is the wild card in each life, then... You can choose to leave at a certain point or stay a little while longer if it serves the greater good. So, uh, you know, these are some of these things that we really only know for sure when we cross. But based on the evidence we get from talking to those across the veil, it does add credence to that concept. Yeah. Okay. I just still have a hard time wrapping my mind around why he left. But but I guess. But but uh, at one point, look at this now. We it's. We don't have the big picture that he has right now, but from your perspective, look how you're growing 
here you are on a radio show talking about these highfalutin things, and this is causing the ripples to go outwards as more and more people just keep thinking about things like this and realizing that there is a greater reality that our souls do survive. And what does that mean for us here? So ultimately, boy, I know we'd much rather have his physical presence here, but Mm -hmm. if we cannot grow as a result of it, then there's meaning in that. Yeah. Well, thank okay. you. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to nice seeing to hear you from you again. At the end of this month. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. I said I look forward to seeing you in Virginia at the end of the month. I'm going to that. Oh, excellent! Uh, I'll see you there at the Monroe yeah. Institute. Wonderful. Right. I'll see you there. All right. Hey, thank thanks, you Anne. So much. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to be teaching all around the country. Ty and I will be getting on the road again in the RV in a few months. And just in case any of you would like an opportunity to spend the weekend with me, I just thought I'd bring up the fact that I'll be at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, July 10th to 13th, doing a Making the Connection retreat, all about connecting with our loved ones. I did it last year, and it was so well-received. Everybody had a good time and really some aha moments and good connections and basically it's a love fest when we we get to bask in this beautiful energy of of kindred spirits connecting across the veil with spirits that they invited me back so check my website the calendar of events if you have any possibility of traveling to beautiful rural new york to a fabulous retreat center we get lots of uh up close and personal time july 10th to 13th so i do believe i have enough time for another call let's do kara i know kara how are you doing today hi i'm great how are you excellent welcome to the show thank you um i have a question about number signs Um, Mm -hmm. I usually just see repeating numbers and I look up the meaning of the number and that's pretty straightforward to me. But recently I've been seeing um, a number and then either at the same time or pretty soon after I will see the reverse of that number. So it will be like 35 and 53. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious if that has any, that reverse has any particular meaning because it's happened so many times now that it's really standing out to me. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to ask the team for this one because I'm not an into numbers. I'm not an expert by any means on it other than, mm-hmm. well, let me not even go into other than. Let's see what Sanaya has to say. What is coming through is that what's important is that it is catching your attention and that these are the perfect opportunity to pull the thread in that moment because you could have been snagged by anything in your visual field at that moment, but something subtly inside said, turn and look at this now, be it a license plate, a clock number, a number on a microwave. So you stop when you say, hey, there's that reverse again. And this is when you trust that higher consciousness at some level wants you to pay attention. And I'm hearing that it's not the number so much as an opportunity to talk to you so this is when you pull the thread by saying okay i'm listening what do i need to know right now okay that makes a lot of sense all right have fun with that okay all right, right. thank Somebody you so much trying to help you i love that very affirming yeah. that the yeah guides or perhaps your daughter huh right <laughs> yes okay yep. 
<laughs> Wonderful. All right. All right. Okay, you thank take you. care. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right, so we're having Ask Suzanne and Sanaya Day. I have some more callers waiting, but I don't have enough time. I have two minutes left, and I don't want to cut you off before we go to the break. So please stick around over the break, those of you waiting. Meanwhile, I'll take one of my questions here from somebody who sent one in in advance. Uh, They say, currently I'm reading up on past lives and regression. The book states if you have a particular trait, dislike, love, skill forever, even as far back as your earliest memories, it could be something from before this lifetime. Is that true? From personal experience and from what I've been told from guides, yes, that's true. As a child, she says her mom used to walk behind her and chant Bible verses and tell me how God sees everything I do and I'm going to hell. Proselytizing, even now at 55, I still cannot deal with such behavior. Well, I'm not sure if that is a past life thing, but again, this is one of those things where I want all of you to realize we all have guides. If we remember to just ask the question and direct it from our heart to our guides, the answer comes so much more clearly than if we just wonder. The difference between I wonder, I wonder what the answer is, that between that and saying, hey, guides, help me out here. I want a specific answer. Was Did I have a past life where such and such was an issue? So for the person who asked this question, I would ask them that one specifically. But I do, in fact, just had personal experience in meditation yesterday of discovering that a certain thing that no matter how hard I've tried, I couldn't get rid of it came from a past life. I'm still waiting for my sign from the team to validate that I can trust this life that they showed me, but I have a feeling I'm going to see it, and it's really fascinating. Once you identify a past life trait, that's when by acknowledging it and saying it no longer serves you, you can clear it out. But once again, ask your guides. It is that easy to do just in meditation. We don't have to have a full past life regression, although those from experience can be very helpful and very healing. So time for a break now. We'll get back for another half hour of questions and answers. I hope you're enjoying as much as I am, and we'll see you in just a few minutes. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. 
Hi, everybody. Thank you for your patience. And we have the hopefully the technical challenges all solved so we can relax and I can get on with the calls. Amy, you've been waiting quite a while. You are now on the air. Hello. Hi, thanks for the call. Your shows are awesome. And I love that talk on Wolf. That oh, which just, what, Wolf's message? Right. Where you had all those Wolf encounters. Okay. Do you know that Wolf's message is now out in audiobooks thanks to Unity? I sat right there in the studio where this program is broadcast and recorded it, and people are really enjoying it. So thank you. Yeah, that is just it's pretty amazing, everyone. Um, you know, how do you put your life together when you're feeling like confetti lately? You know how, you know, everything is in order and then you hit a point in life and it just goes into confetti. Is there a way for us to round up our energy and refocus? Oh, this, if, if most people understood how important our thoughts are and our energy field and working with our energy field, uh, do you have a daily practice of sitting in the silence or building the power, Amy? Oh, man, do I ever, but I... I just feel like confetti lately, and I'm just like, is this just a process of me experiencing um, so much restlessness that I, I'm not doing, you know, we're, I guess anyone having this, we're not doing what we really are here to do, and we're just being shifted. It's a, exactly. Your heart knows when uh, when you're on purpose, on track, and in fact, as you speak, the phrase from Sanaya comes to mind, when you're heart's in the right place, things fall into place. It feels to me that your heart's in the right place, but your physical life is not following that. And sometimes that's really hard to step out and do what the soul wants to do when there are human things to attend to. But each step of the way, each aspect of your life, we can stop and we can do just what I said before the break. Direct your awareness to the higher realms, even if you've never met your guides. These, this answer applies to everybody listening. And just say, look, I'm trusting that I have help. Which aspect of my life where I keep hitting a wall, What what is it that I'm really supposed to be doing there? And how can I change that to come into alignment to a sense of wholeness? Okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. All Thanks right, it's just uh, again, if you when you just feel like every when you're hitting a wall, I, I ignored that advice number one recently with a big change we made in our lives, and the whole time things were just not flowing, things weren't going smoothly, and I said, you know, we're we're really going by our human agenda here. I'm I'm breaking the rules by not flowing and the second we made a decision to go in the other direction I said if this is the right direction then things are just going to flow and it's stunning the way things flow so we push and we push because we think we have to do things a certain way but if we just surrender and say all right I give up what do I have to do so that things flow we'll get those little nudges and get back into the main current okay yeah, I just love listening to your, your videos. You really are a gift to this world. Thank you so much. Well, I believe all of us are, and we just have to learn to set aside our human stuff and just align with love, truly. Even when those around us don't 
understand it. Luckily, I'm gifted with my wonderful husband, and I just keep looking at him. We look at each other, and we say, I love this life. So hopefully you all can just recognize that if we just align with that and make their choices from that place, then hopefully we'll all get to that place where we just shine our light on each other. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. Okay. Uh, let's see. So we've had several callers. Each one, I've put your name on a little piece of paper here because one of you is going to win uh, your choice of one of my three online courses. I even set an alarm on my phone so I don't forget to do the drawing. But let's see. Sarita, thank you for your patience. Guess what? You're on the air. Oh, my Lord. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be. I've a surprise in my life. <laughs> Is that, well, is, do I is have to good do day anything? Day. It's, it's, it's buzzing me. Well, I don't you know can, what you're hearing, but it's perfectly clear. So if it's not too distracting, you can go ahead and ask your question. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm just having trouble knowing how to do what you just said, you know, to align myself and, and, and really believe that I'm part of the light and... I, I, I just said to a friend that I wish that the two days I just spent with you in Atlanta, in Savannah, I wish they were two weeks. I mean, I just felt, I oh, I don't, it's, it feels almost like make-believe at this point. I just, I know. and I don't know how to. Well, it's, how I to, know because, I keep yeah. saying I know because I lived most of my life in total human mode. And you know that little coin that I had that, that I have yes. at my workshops with the two sides to us, just yes, set I the clearest possible it. intention. All of us can do this, that I want to get to know my wholeness, not just the state your name story. So like the Suzanne story. And when we, what I wrote down here on my sheet of paper, as you were talking, Sarita is story. We, we, we just get so wrapped up in our story, not realizing that the whole path we're on is coming to recognize we're so much more than the story. And what happened in that workshop that you felt was we all shifted our focus to go beyond the story to that place where we're all connected. And so few people do that, but to do it for a whole weekend, what blows me away is to to lead a class or a workshop for eight to nine hours, several days in a row. And when it's over, there's no rush for the door. There's no shuffling around. There's no impatience. Nobody wants to leave that cocoon of energy that we've built. And that's because we have to go back out into the world with people who are still drawn into the story. So I would recommend getting yourself a little reminder, like a little rubber bracelet or something that reminds you to just shift your focus from hour to hour just have I have I stepped out of the story for a while and when you step out it's really like taking recess and you sit quietly and you take a few deep breaths and you repeat a beautiful affirmation like I am the light then you spend an extended time in that at least 10 minutes a day and ask spirit show me who I am I want the personal experience of knowing that all these beautiful phrases I'm repeating are true. Show me an example of something beyond this story. And you stick with it with that heartfelt intention that it's going to serve your good and the greater good and miracles happen. 
Well, thank you so much. I will I will do that. I have done it once today and I will <laughs> I will continue to do it. So I really appreciate your help. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay, everybody, sorry. I hit the mute button on my microphone. Ah okay. So I believe I was telling everybody if you don't know where to go to if you don't know where to begin, go to my website, SuzanneGeesman.com, scroll down to the footer, and there's all kinds of resources down there, but go to the meditations page, and there are free meditations on there that can get you in that nice expanded state to start experiencing altered states of consciousness that are perfectly safe in which you can ask Show me who and what I am. Let me feel the love that's my true nature. Let me experience peace that goes beyond all understanding. Help me meet my guides. All of these things are possible when you begin with the belief that you're more than just this story. Boy, I spent decades thinking I was just the story. And to escape from that is just beautiful. And the beautiful thing is we can still live our story and be very human and yet know that there's another side to us that's always right here. Okay. How about Francis? You're Hi. on the air. Welcome Hello. to the show. Thank you. Hey, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I met you uh, about a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah, outside Chicago, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, and yes, I'm laughing I because I... I know your alias on Facebook, and I've, all I have to say to Ty, who's listening right now, is this is the woman with the hilarious Facebook name. You 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 morphed <laughs> your name, and it just cracks us up every time I see it. <laughs> That's funny. I'm glad it's uh, entertaining for you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so what's up today, Francis? Well, I had a medium recently tell me that uh, my mother comes to... Uh, visit me in my sleep and she takes me out of my body and uh, so I was wondering what you could tell me about astral projection because I I don't remember any of this if it's happening um, mm -hmm. but I'm curious very curious and I'd like to remember it if possible if it's okay I, I feel like it you know there could be some truth to it because I think I'm a very heavy sleeper and I don't I don't often even remember dreaming at all so Okay. Curious. Well, this is funny because I, I teach uh, some courses at the Monroe Institute. I teach my classes, but the Monroe Institute is known for their out-of-body experience work. And it's funny that you get there and you realize that, you know, we don't need to leave the body to have adventures in consciousness. We actually travel out of the body all the time, but it's just out of awareness of the body. The, there's a connection until we no longer use this body in this lifetime. So whether or not you're aware of traveling to different realms with your body tagging along or not doesn't matter. So what I'm trying to get at, Francis, is don't get wrapped around where am I. It's where is your awareness. You are a soul. And the soul exists in all of consciousness right here, right now. But we shift our focus to the body, and that's all we're aware of, this human life. 
close your eyes, shut out your awareness of being in the body, get into an altered enough state, and suddenly you can't even feel your body sitting in a chair or lying on a bed. So that's when you can have real adventures and go to different realms, and yet a part of you, an aspect of you, is still in the body. So yeah, it does feel like you can be such a deep sleeper that you might not be aware of that, but very possible that we are all meeting with our loved ones in that altered state when our conscious awareness is sleeping quite frequently. Yeah, that's a, I have not been able to meditate. I am very much, um, like I, my husband always teases me that I'll never be able to meditate because I, I constantly have thoughts in my head. I, and if it's not thoughts, it's a song playing or something. It's like, I, I'm too much in my head, you know? Well, watch so your thoughts know. right there because by t- you've bought into that belief. Your your husband is cementing that belief in your awareness. Yeah. What if you were to start saying, I am lengthening the space between the thoughts more and more. I am being present and getting better and better at enjoying the silence. Make that your affirmation and don't try for total silence. Just try to open up some space. And then perhaps mom will be able to drop into your awareness even when you're awake. Another thing you can do okay. is stop stop affirming that you're such a deep sleeper that you don't censor. See, we're creating the reality with consciousness. Form follows thought. So now start yeah. affirming, I'm going to remember some of my visits with my mom in sleep. I'm going to change my sleep patterns. So just really be aware, all of you listening, to what we're telling ourselves, what we accept as our truth and reality, and know that as a conscious co-creator that you are, you can completely change your experience. I'm I'm a perfect example of that, going from my Navy background to now channeling guides and talking to loved ones across the veil. Anything is possible. All right, oh, Francis. That's a that's a good point. It's like a self fulfilling prophecy, then. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. Nice to hear from you. You too. Take care. Say hi to Ty. I will. Hi, Ty. He's listening. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. All right. I'm going to take a minute and answer this one uh, person that wrote in from Europe. It's too late where they are to tune in right now, and I promised them I'd answer. Uh, he wrote, we know that in the life review, you will feel the pain you may have caused others. Let's say that such person you harmed is already in the spirit world. Will they judge you or try to persecute, persecute you with anger from the spirit world in case they have not forgiven you or they can't because they may be at a different level than yourself. Oh, you all have nothing to worry about. I just gave a reading this morning and I once again saw the symbol. I've seen the light from a spirit across the veil. We do take with us what we earned here. So if you are carrying forth some things you haven't healed, forgiveness issues, That is still going to be with you as soon as you cross. But truly, surrounded by the love that's our true nature, ask anybody who's had a near-death experience. It's something we can't even imagine at this level here, what we're greeted with when we cross. We suddenly realize how we allowed the story here to delude us. That's the illusion that sages talk about, that we could ever be separate. So you don't have to worry about people across the veil still carrying anything against you. They're going to greet you and say, boy, did I allow the story to 
mislead me and you're going to want nothing but forgiveness from each other across the veil. So I tell everybody, make your amends now. If you could get that higher perspective now, we would not be judging each other. We wouldn't hurt each other. We wouldn't be upset by the news. We wouldn't have, even have the news we have if people realized who we really are. Okay. All righty. So let's move on. I love that y'all are calling in here. And we'll take our next caller. Let me see. How about Christina? Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Uh, sometimes you say that we came here to remember who we are. But sometimes it's also said that we need to forget who we truly are to fully embrace life on earth. So my question is that why did we... Like, why do we have to remember if we chose to forget? It doesn't make sense to me. Okay, going to have to go to Sanaya for this one. So, all around you, you're surrounded by those who don't remember who they are. And they make choices that reflect this. You can see that they hurt others, they judge others, and they suffer. And there's no reason to wake up. You don't have to remember who you are while you're here. For ultimately, there is no death. But it is so much more joyous for the soul to make the turn while still in a human body and remember, ah, yes, I am the love I seek. So it's merely a matter of how long do you wish to suffer in separation, in isolation. There's no need. You do not come here to remember, yet it's the joy in doing so that truly makes the journey worthwhile. Whew. There you go. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank, Thank you, you for giving us all the opportunity to hear that. Any blessings. Okay. Wow. Sissy, let's follow up with you. You're on the air. Hello, Suzanne. Um, hi, Sissy. I have, hi. I, um, first, I wanted to make a comment before my question. Um, earlier, you were talking about getting in the flow. Yes. And of the past few days, every I start my day and I ask my spirit guides to be with me and help me throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And lots of little things happen that just make my day go smoothly. I mean, as simple as like I'll go to the refrigerator to get some water and I realize, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm supposed to take out the frozen meat. And That's I say, it. thank you, it, my yeah. spirit guide. And then more and more things like that happen. And the whole day, and then I'm just all day saying, wow, thank you. Oh, that was nice. Oh, thank you. Um, That's so beautiful. Let me just tell you that I'm looking at a sign over the door right here, and it says conscious. This was a trigger word my guide said to teach everybody to just tattoo it on your forehead. <laughs> so when you look in the <laughs> mirror, you remember to do exactly what you're doing, and that's living consciously, knowing you are connected to this team that just wants to help you. So this is a whole new thing for you to do? Well, um, it's just been – I've done it. In the past, I guess recently, I've noticed it really happening. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe 
I'm, I'm getting in the flow, I guess. Like you and, said. and because you asked and you set that intention, which all of us can do, you're living in greater awareness, meaning you are more present. So you're noticing those little snags. You're noticing the thoughts that are put there by your team who are our greater, greatest helpers reminding you, yeah, you meant to get this mm -hmm. out. Yeah, you meant to do that. So you just start knowing more. So that's beautiful. So did you have a, you probably had a question in addition to that. Yeah, I just wanted to say that because you talked a little bit. Yeah, I love it. My question is, and this is something else you mentioned earlier, getting wrapped up in our story. So mm -hmm. as a parent whose son transitioned, I, I struggle so much with regret over his physical death because as a parent, I always feel like, well, I could have done more. Or I could have done things differently. Maybe I would have made his life better a few years before he passed away, or maybe he wouldn't have passed away. Is that, is that regret, is that all getting wrapped up in my story? Is that what you mean by getting let, wrapped up in our story? Let me just check, because I don't want to answer off the top of my head. Uh, that is very normal human behavior, and humans live through their stories. So that is a yes. But yet it's, let me see. If you can learn from asking those questions by going to the higher perspective, then the questions aren't wasted. In other words, what the guides are saying is it's don't berate yourself for asking those human questions. But when you can see what I'm being shown is step into soul perspective. You're sitting there with your son in his new reality and how would you see the person who's living this story now? You know, how would you answer those questions? Would you see yourself from that higher perspective as having done the best you could? You know, so again, we have this choice to always shift our perspective. And the more you do that and the more you recognize either you did the best you could and so there's the piece or from that higher perspective, you see Perhaps there were a few things you could have done differently, but still you probably did the best you could. And so you find the forgiveness that the soul has always, and mm -hmm. then you find the peace again. Okay? Beautiful. The forgiveness that the soul always has. Yes, indeed. Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate You're that. So, do you, by any chance, did your son ever play a trumpet? No, he played the drums. Drums. No, it's not a trumpet. I'm seeing a trumpet for some reason. Okay. Well, <laughs> darn. Maybe that's the trumpet saying, yay, mom, you're getting it. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep talking to him and uh, he'll put more insights in your mind because that's how it works. All right. Okay. Thank you so okay. much. You're so welcome. Take care. Let's see. I do believe we have time for one more quick call. Nancy, can Let's sneak you in here, all right? You're on the air. I am, and it'll be a quick call, Suzanne. It's an okay. honor to speak to you. I um, did not, well, I was going to say I did not meet you personally, but I actually did because you well, we better get to your question, Nancy. <laughs> oh, it's not a question. I love you. I met you at the IONS conference in Philadelphia this past oh. August. It was awesome. And I actually arranged your airport transportation oh, from the well, airport thank you. to the conference. 
and my brother was the fellow who picked you and Nancy Rhines up. Oh, and, and it was such a beautiful story of reconciliation. Let me tell you, I'm going to use this opportunity to tell everybody that I will be keynote speaker again at the International Association of Near-Death Studies, the IANS Conference in Salt Lake City at the end of August, beginning of September. And my talk, oh, I just can't wait to share it. More good evidence from the spirit world. Will you be there, Nancy? I'm trying to get there. I know my brother will be there, and uh, I want to volunteer. So Beautiful. I'm, Another story I'm, of a, a, I believe your brother had a near-death experience and, and you just people that didn't believe and then you just can't refute it when you see how it's changed people's lives. So thanks for coming on to share that. Oh, I just love you and I read your meditations every day. I just, uh, thank I you. I just and, truly believe. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. All right. Bye-bye. Well, guys, we don't have time for more callers, but I've had, geez, about eight of you. I have the little slips of paper in my hand right now, and I am shuffling them upside down. I promise you my eyes are closed. Who's going to win? The winner is, Spirit says, that one right there that I feel with my fingers, and it is Anne. So, Anne, if you're listening, just uh, go to the contact page on my website and write in and say, I won, I won, and we'll take it from there. I want to thank all of you for, for just the love that you share with me all the time. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Uh, if anything I've said has helped you to send more love into our world, then we have met our goal today. Y'all go out and have a great week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark, on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.